feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. Hey, all you voodoos and voodals, and all you vooties in between. It's Nick Nobody Savage, and who's ready to burn some urban? I know I am. It's certainly been a while. Last time we solved the mystery behind the urban legend of the Dybbuk Box, which was a supposedly haunted wine cabinet that was posted for sale on eBay. If you haven't had the chance to find out what's in the box just yet, check it out after this episode. You can also listen to the latest episodes of Dab to Death, From Fame to Foul Play, and Murder in Michigan, featuring a message from the host of the Michigan Murders and Music podcast, and a countdown of the top five killers in the Great Lakes state. Speaking of that episode, I do have a bit of an error to uh, apologize for, uh, especially as it pertains to this episode. Um, when I, when I said the name of the episode, I I said, I believe in Mary Bell and actually, um, looking for the name, the name I was looking for was Mary Worth. I believe in Mary Worth. I got my Marys mixed up, you know, the Mary Jane gets involved and the Marys get mixed up. It happens. It happens. So Mary Bell was actually like a little girl in England who like murdered these two little kids and like. Pretty sure she, you know, is either in or going to be in one of my Cutthroat Kids episodes. So stay tuned for that. Um, Mary Worth, however, is, you know, the legend of a spirit in the mirror. So that's my bad. Fuck. And actually, before we get into this episode, I would like to announce I will be launching the video podcast portion of Dab to Death here shortly. Uh, The full unedited episodes with like all of the smoking and all of the dabs and all of the good shit. Uh, those will be posted on probably like a Patreon or something like that later, some kind of a member's subscription service. But for now, you will be getting video content on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, (coughs) oh, Jesus. (coughs) God damn. Um, where was I? Right, video content. So yeah, you're going to be getting a lot of video content now. Uh, I'm trying to step my game up, trying to get back into it. I do apologize for being gone for so long. 
life gets in the way. It's that's just all I can say to it, really. Like life gets in the fucking way. Anyway, oh Jesus Christ! Whew. So, what exactly is the legend of "I Believe in Mary Worth"? Then, actually, I'm pretty sure you've heard this story before, just under a different name. You probably know her as Bloody Mary. Most of us first heard this urban legend when we were children playing in the schoolyard. One of your friends probably even dared you to try and summon this sinister specter by standing in front of a mirror while holding a candle and saying Mary's name three times. Or more in certain variations, but it's generally just three. Like Three. Magic number. <coughs> oh, fuck. Shit. I'm going to have to censor this a lot. Anyway, before I dive any deeper into this dark and menacing myth, let's talk a little bit about what I'm actually burning this week. This week, I've rolled up some Joker 31 that I uh, got from a homie of mine at work. And uh, I rolled it up into a twisted hemp grape wrap, uh, grape hemp wrap. I do prefer to use non-tobacco uh, leaves just because, you know, I just, I don't really do, I just don't do it anymore. It's not my thing, you know. I mean, not that blunts are ever really my thing. You know me, I'm more of a dabber. I'm starting to ramble, so. But yeah, this Joker 31 uh, has a really nice purple coloration to it. The nugs are super solid. <coughs> But yeah, the Joker 31 has like a really nice purple coloration, super solid nugs, smells great, smokes great. I'm a big fan. Uh. Now, one of the main reasons that I chose this urban legend is that it's a story that is pretty widely known and has some variation or another pretty much anywhere that you go. (coughs) This is also one of those stories that I remember hearing quite often as a child, and one that my friends and I would attempt from time to time whenever we felt like tempting fate. Though we would always either chicken out or end up disappointed because Mary would never show, I was always left intrigued by the thought of a vengeful spirit that traveled through mirrors. And as I got older, the story of Mary Worth herself faded further and further into the back of my mind. But the subconscious thought and fear definitely remained. Many times I have half expected to see a figure in the mirror behind me when I looked up, but there never was.
<laughs> oh, fuck, shit. Whew. Ah. So join me now as I crack open the big book of Burnin' Urban and explore the urban legend of I Believe in Mary Worth, more commonly known as Bloody Mary. Despite the many variations, excuse me. Despite the many variations, there is one thing that all of the stories agree upon. If you are brave enough to light a candle, stand in front of a mirror, usually in a bathroom or you know some other small dark space, and call out to Mary Worth. You better hope. That she doesn't answer. In most versions where she is known as Mary Worth, the words you must repeat are, I don't believe in Mary Worth, until she appears before you in the mirror. It is said that she tears at the faces of those foolish enough to summon her, trying to scratch out their eyes. If you are quick enough to recite, I do believe in Mary Worth, I believe in Mary Worth, Repeatedly, you might just live to tell the tale. The other versions of the story share a lot of similarities with this first one, though in others she is known as Bloody Mary and is summoned by chanting her name three times. So where <laughs> Oh fuck, that didn't work. Oh god. <coughs> fuck. So, where exactly did the story of Mary Worth come from? And who was she? If she was even a real person in the first place? Well, as it turns out, there are almost as many possible explanations as to the identity of Mary Worth as there are versions of the Bloody Mary legend itself. <coughs> oh, Jesus. They're sweet baby Jesus. Hootie and the Blowfish. So, some believe her to be Queen Mary... Uh, that, 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 that. Some believe her to be a historical figure, such as Mary I of England, who during her reign as queen had over 300 religious dissenters burned at the stake, earning her the moniker of Bloody Mary. <coughs> others, uh, <clears throat> others have said, Others have suggested the 17th century Hungarian countess named Elizabeth Bathory, who allegedly murdered around 650 women and young girls so that she could bathe in or drink their blood in order to allegedly preserve her youthful appearance and vigor. I mean, I'm not saying it, it sounds like it sounds like it worked, but it sounds like it worked. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It didn't. Because she's not alive still. Or 
is she? What was I? So, these theories about the identity of this dark and disembodied dweller of dingy bathroom mirrors. Sorry, I got a little carried away. These stories are a, uh, a bit of a stretch, if you ask me. Firstly, I don't really see a former Queen of England floating around waiting for some snot-nosed kid to summon her through a mirror, you know, on a dare. She's like, I dare you to do it. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. You think the Queen of England's got better shit to do? Maybe. I think maybe. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And then, like, as far as, like, Elizabeth Bathory, I mean, come on, we all know she's a fucking vampire. Totally different. Vampires, ghosts. Vampires, ghosts. Different things. So, there are a few other speculations as to who this malevolent mistress of mirrors may be. And I must say that they make a lot more sense than European royalty with a lust for murder. Actually, most believe that Mary Worth was a woman who was a part of the under the reverse Underground Railroad. Uh, so, the, for those of you unfamiliar, during the Civil War, uh, you know, runaway slaves who were trying to flee to free, uh, flee to freedom in the North often traveled via the Underground Railroad, which was a network of houses and um, you know safe points through which they could travel. And, you know, make it to freedom. Well, there were some of those who were what was part of called the reverse Underground Railroad. And these people were believed to lure runaways to their homes under false pretenses, basically saying that, you know, hey, we'll provide you a place to stay and warm meal. And most of the time they would either be sold back into slavery or murdered. Um, and in the case of Mary Worth, if this story is true, uh, you know, many believed her to be a witch who was using the slaves to commit ritual magic, you know, with uh, their dark, you know, dark ritual magic with their blood, basically. Uh, and then, you know, apparently after people uh, discovered the the atrocities that this woman was performing, they, you know, went and obviously burned her at the stake. And so, like, as she's dying, she does the typical thing that in every fucking Hollywood movie about witches, you know, you see those sort of dying, you're like, I curse you! I curse you! And then they die. And that's basically what she did. Like, you know, vowing to come back to exact her revenge. And that's what the whole, you know, thing is. But, um, you know, that's not the only version of the story where Mary is a witch. Actually, there's a, another... I think my rap smart, but a little dry. As I was saying, uh, this was not the only version of the story where she was a witch. There's another version where she was a witch who lived in the woods. And was using, you know, her magic to lure the young girls into the woods. 
<coughs> At which point she could drain their life. Oh, fuck me. At which point she could drain their life force from them. You know, and uh, restore her youthful beauty. And this is, again, kind of going back to the Elizabeth Bathory, Bathory, whatever. We're not getting into the whole pronunciation thing again. If you know, you know. Shout out to my real fans. <coughs> oh, fuck. <coughs> While most of the stories seem to portray Mary Worth as a villain in both life and death, I did find one story that was quite the opposite and honestly paints a much sadder picture. In the 1800s, a young girl named Mary lived in a small town with her family. Their life was a hard one, but a good one, until an illness spread across the land. This illness was a quick-moving one and would cause people to drop dead shortly after contracting it. Many times, when physicians were unable to detect a pulse, they would place a small mirror beneath the nostrils of the potentially deceased, looking for any sign of condensation, which would indicate that the person had not indeed passed on yet. <laughs> yeah, these wraps were definitely dry. <laughs> Fuck. This was definitely not a foolproof system, and occasionally, that means way more often than they want to admit, people would be pronounced dead and buried prematurely. As a solution to these post-mortem miscalculations, they began to bury the recently deceased with a string running from the inside of the casket to a bell suspended above the grave. The thinking behind this being that should the person prove to still be alive, they could ring the bell, signaling to anyone nearby that they were in need of rescue. Much to the dismay of her family, young Mary Worth fell victim to the deadly disease, and shortly after she seemed to perish. After being examined and declared dead, she was laid to rest in the local cemetery. In the typical fashion of the time, she was buried with the bell and string. Her mother and father refused to leave her grave unattended, convinced that the bell would begin ringing at any moment. The days began to turn to weeks, and still the bell remained silent. Friends and family began to try and convince Mary's parents that it was time to accept that she was finally gone. Saddened by this thought, they left for a short trip to visit some family out of town. Unfortunately for them, and especially for poor Mary, after they were gone, the night was completely silent until the sound of a single bell began to ring out, over and over and over, growing ever more frantic. In a sick twist of fate, the moment there was no one around to hear her, Mary Worth woke from her death-like slumber. She rang that bell so hard and for so long that the stick holding it up fell, dropping the bell onto the ground and rendering it useless. Mary scratched and clawed at her small pine box prison until her fingers began to bleed. 
but nothing she did could free her from this waking nightmare. When her parents returned from out of town, Mary's father noticed the fallen bell and called for help in digging up his daughter's grave. They dug desperately, tearing madly at the soil that was keeping them from saving their daughter. Sadly, by the time they ripped open the casket, it was too late. Damn, that was a good blunt. Usually I'm able to stretch the blunt out through the whole episode. I'll have to roll a bigger one next time. <clears throat> anyway, sorry. Back to the story. Mary laid there in a catatonic state, covered in her own blood. They placed a mirror beneath her nose. And even though the telltale marks of condensation appeared, It was too late, and Mary was dead. Legend has it that the marks on the mirror was her spirit passing from her body and into the mirror, where she now lives forever, haunting those that call out to her by candlelight. So that is the myth behind the legend of I Believe in Mary Worth, the haunting spirit known by many as Bloody Mary. Next time, the urban that will be burning is not so much a specific urban legend as it is a grouping of similar stories revolving around the idea of haunted statues such as Black Aggie and the Black Angel. Until then, you can tune in for the next episode of Burning... Uh, Until then, you can tune into the next episode of Dab to Death, which will be featuring... The Russian House of Dolls. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into details, but this guy is, um, this guy's a real piece of work. Like, he didn't kill anybody per se, but, uh, it's some disturbing shit. Let's just say it's some, it's some disturbing shit. So, as always, if you have an urban legend that you'd like me to talk about, or if you have an episode idea for Dab to Death that you'd like me to look into, you can send any of your feedback to feedback at dabtodeath.com, or you can just hit me up on any of the social medias at Dab to Death. Unless you're on Instagram, then it's at Dab to Death Podcast. Uh, please rate and review. That would really help me out. Let me know what I can improve upon or what ways I'm doing good. So until next time, I'm Nick Nobody Savage, and you keep burning that urban.